What's up? It is June 12th, Sunday, June 12th, 2022. Welcome to the Zodiac chat line. I am your host, Tanae, and as always, I have Cassie with me. Cassie, what's up, girl? Not much. Uh, You know, just enjoying the fun of Gemini season. Truly, it's, it, you know, it's feeling good. How about you? Um, Me too. I've been a little more social, if you will, um, during Gemini season. Um, yeah, yeah, like peaking. Oh, okay. And then come right back to, you know, comfort of the home. Um, but it's been nice to kind of catch up with people and, and you know, just have fun for a minute and not really, you know, think about all the heaviness that's around us and kind of just enjoy each other's company. And I think that's really what Gemini season is about is really, truly enjoying people's company, getting to know people, learning, um, just the chattiness, you know, the like, Mm -hmm. yeah. And you get to take a break from going too deep, you know, (laughs) for sure. And as we talked about uh, just before the top of the hour, you'll have a chance to go deep into your feelings here soon enough. So just enjoy the fun. We barely have a week left. For that is song. crazy, y'all. Time just doesn't matter. Right. Um, also mm-hmm. Because now that we are pretty much right in the middle, almost end of Gemini season, we are coming up on a full moon in Sagittarius on Wednesday, early in the morning, late, late Tuesday night. Um, so, guys, this is a fun one. This is an, ex- you know, fun, expansive type of energy I say we all dream big and enjoy what we want to inspire to be. Like, it doesn't have to be perfect. You know, we all know that the Sagittarius symbol is the arrow and mutable fire aims. We just don't know where. Um, So (laughs) we try and just take a big, you know, take their luck and and look where they shoot the arrow. So I'm, I'm here for the Sagittarius full moon. Heck yeah. I think, you know, uh, d- yeah, have fun. Go, if you have a chance to go do something, do something. Have a conversation. It's gonna be good times, baby. Like, not every full moon I would recommend, like, yeah, go out and see what you can get up to. Yeah, but a Sagittarius right. full moon, actually, sure. Like, you, you may find just what you need. You know? <laughs> Luck Where you, might yeah, just... yeah, exactly. Luck, yeah, yeah, exactly. I was gonna say, <laughs> luck may shine upon you in the most unexpected moments and places of time. Um, sure. And we do have a lot of, you know, energy that's rocking in. Um, we were talking about this earlier, how uh, a lot of the planets are in their home um, signs, and uh, <laughs> that's pretty strong energy. So you know, we have Venus and Taurus, um, and. Mars and Aries and Neptune and Pisces. Um, all of these placements are ex- like in their strengths at all of those. That's a lot though. <laughs> yeah. Venus of... is our, you know, our softer side, yeah. our sense of beauty and self-love and, you know, Venus and Taurus wants chocolate and naps mm. and luxuriating. Yes. But Mars is our action you know planet and us getting up and getting out and doing something and in Aries like I can't take a nap and fuck shit up and yet I am being called to do both like 
Meanwhile, Neptune in Pisces has me wondering if all of this is a dream. And every time I see one of those TikTok videos about timeline skipping, I'm like, man, not today. I the just. Le- the side note, the lemon one. What? If anyone <laughs> has seen the lemon video from TikTok, <laughs> Google it. It's on BuzzFeed also. It's crazy. It will make you question things. It will, it will remind us that Neptune is in Pisces. Um, right. <laughs> um, but uh, we still, you know, have uh, the North Node and Uranus right there with Venus. Um, so, you know, maybe some unexpected lessons in love relationships as well. Um, mm-hmm. Just, you know, but enjoy. I think, I think enjoying energy rather than trying to fight against it, especially when it's Taurus energy, it's probably a good idea. Um, and Saturn and, uh, Pluto still retrograde. So, um, rage against the system because <laughs> authority is what? Uh, yeah, the lemon late stage capitalism. <laughs> It's so troubling. It, the lemon video is really <laughs> troubling, you guys. <laughs> if you haven't watched it, please find it. Um, yeah. Um, we also have another planet moving into one of its home signs. Mercury is going into Gemini tomorrow. So expect, <sighs> you know, to feel chatty and <laughs> go with it, baby. Like, what are we yeah. doing? And it's really, um, and we're pretty much about to be the end of the shadow period of Mercury retrograde from a couple weeks ago. So it's kind of like well, full speed ahead. Let's, let's rock and roll. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's make it happen. Um, but I'm excited about this Sagittarius full moon. I feel like it's going to be a good celebratory. It's, it give, it's given me, it's given me like a cross between like three of cups and, um, like six of wands, you know? Ooh, okay. <laughs> All right. I'm yeah. good for that. Yes. Yeah. You know, fun mm-hmm. and. The spotlight. Um, all right. You ready? You ready? Yes. Cause yes. I see they are in the chat. Okay, y'all. So this guest, Cassie and I are super excited about because they found us on what? TikTok? TikTok, y'all. Found us on TikTok, reached out. So, um, this multifaceted being is a entrepreneur to the extreme, <laughs> creative, I love it. I'm so excited that they're going to be on our show. Um, they have quite the spicy chart, and we love a spicy chart here at the chat mm-hmm. line. Cassie, tell us their placements while I get them in here. All right. Um, we are talking to Keande, Aries Sun, Scorpio Moon, and Leo rising, <laughs> which you know we love. <laughs> as the, as the man comes in. Yes. 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 Leo rising yes. here in the chat. Yes, yes, yes. yes. How are you tonight? Um, we were talking in the pre-call. The moon is currently in Scorpio today. Yes. So just celebrating in your little. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> Maybe. Right. All right. TBD. Um. So, tell uh the the folks in the chat a little bit about yourself and your relationship to astrology. Um. I kind of started getting into astrology maybe twenty eighteen nineteen. Um. It just started off as just like a. I would watch tarot videos on YouTube every once in a while just to be like, okay, 
is it real is it not let's just see and then um i kind of had this period of like semi-awakening is what i call it because i started having the idea of that like time and reality really don't exist so like <laughs> it just hit me out of nowhere and then the pandemic happened and i'm like okay time and reality really don't exist so i was just <laughs> like i'm just gonna go like full-fledged deep into it and ever since then it's just been something that like i wake up and i'll be like okay well i know that it doesn't exist but let's go be productive today and do something <laughs> so yeah I love, I love it. I love it too. You've clearly seen the lemon video. Yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> so watch after this, everybody's gonna go watch for the lemon. They'll be like, what are they talking about? When you see it. Right. Boom. Oh my goodness. Right. Um yeah. okay. So let's see, where do we start with your chart? Um Ooh, I mean, it's, it's so much. Um, okay, we're going to start with your son and Saturn, which <laughs> seem to just be on top of each other, like yes. less yes. than 13 minutes apart. Um, mm -hmm. If anybody, uh, when I'm talking about this, if the way we look at the chart, when we look at Keande's chart, Keande has his son in Aries, and it is in the ninth house at 23 degrees, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um and Saturn is right there at the same time. Um, and for me, that is a lot of uh, karmic, structural yeah, lesson yeah. energy. So my question to you is, what lessons have you learned about yourself on how to be yourself? Not to be so hard on myself. Not mm -hmm. like A lot of times I feel like I put a lot of pressure on myself to be the greatest of what I can be instead of taking the baby steps to work up there. It definitely takes time, but me, it's just like, if it's not done the certain way that I want it to be done, it's just like, I don't want to do it anymore. So I'm trying to pace myself as much as I can, but it's a little, it's a little challenging a little bit. <laughs> it's a little bit, but we're working on it. That's good for an Aries moon to learn to pace yourself because that fire is quick to burn out. Oh it's yeah, airy <laughs> sun. Yeah, yeah, and with set. Yeah, oh my gosh, yeah, it's like the child with the dad, right? The yeah, dad, right? Yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, don't do it like that. Don't do it like that. Yeah, don't do it like. And it is. It's like when you when you tell yourself you you haven't done a good enough job. It's not perfect. It's not exactly what you imagined. Or when you tell a little child that they're done, they're like they're not, whatever, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And you really have to like nurture as an Aries sun with so much prominent. I mean, the Saturn in Aries uh, placement, and then also you have Mercury in retrograde in Aries as well, like right near there. Like <laughs> you, um, you got to be kind to your inner child. Like right. you know that 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 baby deserves your your love and um. But good for you for recognizing that. I'm, right? tr I'm trying. Like, yeah. We're, I'm working on it. Trying. No, you're doing it before your Saturn return, which I think is healthy. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, I think you know that'll happen and for you in about the next four or five years. Um, because right now Saturn is in Aquarius, and then it, right. you know it goes through. Yeah. Um, so you're gonna be grow so much in that, but. It, it will be a life-changing moment, I'm sure, for you because those placements are so close. Um, but 
You know, we all got lessons to learn. I'm glad you learned learned them early. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Cassie, what you got for them? Okay, so I'm going to shift gears a little bit to talk about kind of your um your Scorpio moon placement and a little a, a little bit of eighth house energy rocking and some Pisces placements as well. So my question is who gets to see the the inner you? Only two people that are like closest to me. I don't really like showing my emotional side to people because it's just like yeah. Like, why be vulnerable when I could just be tough all the time? But, um, no, I see a couple people. Like, my sister, she sees my vulnerable side a lot. And then my two best friends, they see it as well. But not, not, it's, it's not something that I show often. Scorpio is, uh, so, you know, of course, you, your, your moon placement governs your emotions and what you, you need to feel emotional security right and Mm -hmm. scorpio is uh man they are deep they're so deep and they feel extremely deeply and they don't readily share that with others because Mm -hmm. you know it does it makes it makes you vulnerable to share that but it's also a great gift to give another person to share you know your vulnerability with them um so and and because you do have um Venus and Jupiter and Pisces in the 8th house I think Ju- so Venus if it were just Venus and Pisces in your 8th house your 8th house is traditionally associated with Scorpio right so right, that's right. the energy of transformation and death and rebirth and Venus and Pisces there is really deep um it's it it wants soul to soul recognition out of a love relationship and mm-hmm. expects and craves a love that is going to transform <laughs> it, right? And it might be a little, you know, if it were accompanied by, say, a Saturn or even like a maybe a Uranus, I would be like, oh, you know, you just gotta, you gotta be really choosy. But I think with Jupiter there, it, it's really like, I think when you, when you find that person, I, I put, I think you will have good luck in letting your guard down for the right person. And I, I, some people's charts, I expect, I look at them and think they won't be discerning enough with people. And with yours, I think there's reason to believe you might be a little too discerning. So just, you just know, if you feel it, like if you feel open to it, you know, I think there's, there's good luck with, with letting a little bit of, of vulnerability, you know, um, come right. out and, um, don't be afraid of that side of yourself because those mm. are, it's a great gift to feel so deeply and, um, you know, to share it with somebody else who appreciates it and deserves it, I think would right. be really magical. Right. So to piggyback on that, I did read something, um, having your moon in the fourth house in Scorpio, um, it is considered fall. So sometimes it is considered a more challenging placement for a moon sign. Um, and the fourth house is our base. It's our home. And one piece of advice for that was to transform pain into purpose and live out your life purpose through creating a foundation for your life. So how are you creating a foundation for your life? So if you guys remember, I told you a little bit about um, one of the business ventures I'm planning. So with that, I the name of it, it kind of all ties into like everything that I've done in life and what I want to give back to life in itself with bringing other people into it like it's being it's really it really is me being vulnerable to 
people, but on a more broad scale, kind of, in a sense. Like, I don't really tell everybody my next moves. I don't really tell anyone what I'm doing. I don't, like, I don't like people. I don't like a lot of people in my business. And this, what I'm planning, it it really does require me to be like, okay, I need people to help me, so I have to be more vulnerable. I have to let them know exactly what I'm doing so that they can see my vision and help me. Um, so, yeah. I think that that's awesome. You just, for you, um, not just have expectations of like what you need out of that and set, right. you know, good brand. And you don't have to tell them what they need to know. You don't have to tell them everything. I, 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 really I am don't, here with you. I'm here with you. You can know what I you really need to know. I really don't, but I just be like, I try to tell them as much as I can without yeah. like saying right. or showing exactly what I'm doing, but they, 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 they get it. I have a question um, yes. and that kind of will lead, you know, a little bit into discussion of your North node, but um how do you stay grounded? Or do you stay grounded? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, that's a tricky question. Um, so sometimes I, I really, I try to, I have, okay, it's, Okay, so I have a, a journal, like, <laughs> so I have a journal, and I'll, I'll tr I try to write in it every once in a while, but I kind of strayed away from it, because I really just haven't felt like myself in a while, mm -hmm. so I haven't done anything to it in, like, two and a half months, so I'm kind of floating right now into the atmosphere, just like bouncing off water wall until I come back down and find myself again. So usually when I'm in a grounded place, most times I meditate, I'll go outside, I'll write outside, or I'll just do a lot of things that I like to do in my alone time that really does value what I, what I want to do in life. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I ask that because you don't have very much earth sign energy no, at all in your chart. No. Um, and which I, sucks. Wait. Which really does suck. Yeah. But... Your one is in Taurus, Mars in Taurus, which is a, a bit of a challenging placement. And also Taurus is probably the... I don't know. They're not. It's not that they're the least grounded. All the earth signs are very grounded, but like that that particular placement isn't necessarily the most grounded of any earth sign uh, yeah, placement you yeah. could get. Um, and also, your north node is in Virgo. Mm -hmm. So, with that said, you come into this life with your south node energy in Pisces, and you. I, we've already talked about you have these other two strong Pisces placements in the eighth house, and you're very connected to your dreams, your sixth sense, your vision mm -hmm. and visions of what could be and transform. But the devil is in the details, right? And it's, and that's the energy. The structure is the thing that, that fate is calling you to, right? right. It's that ability to, to use the planner and use it all year <laughs> or like, you know what I mean? Like really plan it out and plot it out and because Virgos, that's what they do. Right. And they, they are systems and structure mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. step by step by step by step. And you already, you, you know, you said all the things that will help cultivate that, right? Like going outside and using a journal and like also, you know, 
we're all going through a lot right now. Right, so I'm trying right. to like. Anyone, That's why I'm not trying to be have, so hard on myself. Yeah. Yes. Mm. And yeah, when we have folks, you're not the first person who's had a Virgo North Node placement that we've talked to on the show. Yeah, Janae has a Virgo. That's right. <laughs> um, and it's just really hard right now to to be grounded and like and 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 have structure. Right. So I think having grace with yourself is good. Um. But also knowing that, you know, it's it's easier to deal with big things in small chunks. And right. if you – sometimes I'll write something on my to-do list that I've already done just to cross it off, you know. And, like – I do that. <laughs> It feels good. It <laughs> like, does. I need to really do today. I just hadn't written my list down yet, so I'm putting it on here and crossing it off because it right. got done. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, yeah, like using a little bit, you know, smaller, smaller goals for each particular day. And then, again, having grace with yourself, but like also a little bit of accountability or, you know, this show started because <laughs> Coral and Tanae and I were each other's accountability partners for separate right. projects. And then it was like, it all kind of came together and we're like, well, let's do this other project together. And, and part of the reason I think it's been going is because, you know, we, we just asked each other about it, not in a mean way, but like, so you say, you know, you have people that you're close to and mm-hmm. making, uh, recruiting them to help you, you know, stay grounded with what you're doing too, kind I think of. might be helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, maybe. <laughs> maybe. So, um, the ninth house, which has your sun and Saturn and Mercury in it, is normally ruled by Sagittarius, um, and that is philosophy, expansion, religion. Um, and so my question to you was, how has that been a part of your life? Well, religion-wise, I kind of grew up Christian, but we strayed so far away from that. <laughs> um, but right now, I'm kind of just like, I know there's source, there's some type of higher power. So I'm just like, you know, I don't really say much when it comes to religion. I just like, you know, thank you, source. Thank you, spirit. I don't really say a particular person because it, (laughs) but, um, you can say what you need to say. <laughs> I promise you, you in, you in a safe place in company that understands you, okay? Yeah, it is what it is, but, mm-hmm. yeah. It's interesting, um, and with that, it's it's interesting to have those ninth house placements where you're thinking about spirituality and philosophy, and then you also have strong Pisces eighth house placements and uh you know I I imagine that you're probably naturally curious about different um sp- systems and spiritualities and mm-hmm. shit why not well well we still have the internet like let's let's learn about <laughs> what other people have thought like, right right <laughs> delve into it and you know see what see what works um do you have thinking about like the fourth and eighth house placements in the Scorpio and Pisces, do you mm-hmm. have a lot of connection to um, like your, are you called to either like 
animal spirit guys or like ancestry or any like like how yeah. are what 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 draws you in or so like I have this thing where I call it my happy place when I go meditate. So it's like if you walk out and you just like teleport to like I don't know. It's like it's like there's a big open pond and then it's like a waterfall and then like there's grass everywhere, there's trees everywhere. And then when I turn around, I see like a dragon and I talk to him for a while. Ooh. And we just sit there and we talk. And then when I when I come out of that, I just go to my journal and I reflect on what I self-consciously spoke to myself about. So I don't know, I love animals too. So like I have a I own a turtle. His name is Pompey. So like <laughs> I I treat him like he's my child. So, like, I take him to the store with me. Like, I literally will hold him in my hand. I'll take him with me. And, like, he's like he's a puppy or something. And everyone looks at me like I'm crazy. But, like, he really is, like, a piece of me. Because, like, I love animals. Like, I really, really genuinely do. Like, I'll see a stray cat, like, just the other day. We have stray cats, like, in my area. And I asked my mom if we could have one. She said no. So, <laughs> kind of bummed about that. Right. But, um... It's just, I connect, which is really weird because I have, like, almost no earth placements, but I really do connect with the earth a lot. And it just, it's very interesting to know a lot of things when you put it into perspective, when you sit down and actually talk to yourself about it before you say anything in the universe. So. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. You and should you, look up. I was gonna say you should look up the dragon spirit. That's a good. That's a good spirit animal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially for an Aries. <laughs> yes, with the Leo rising. Okay. Right. Yes. Yeah. All of that. Part. Right. That's yeah. like if you described a, an animal, it would be a dragon, an Aries sun, a Leo, a Scorpio moon, and a Leo rising. And then when it comes to like spirits and stuff, mm-hmm. I'm kind of trying to study like Orishas and stuff. And I kind of feel called to Oya. So, oof, like, it just kind of all makes sense. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. we're working on it, though. <laughs> I love <laughs> it. I, yeah, and I, th- I think, you know, it makes no sense to uh, su- suppress learning about what, what interests you. And, right. um, yeah, it's. I don't know. Now we're just having yeah. a conversation. I was gonna, but <laughs> no, I was gonna say, especially within the spirituality and the deep. Well, what we were talking about earlier, also on the call, is that like you enjoy depth. Like it's very hard for you to kind of be surface. Like right. you can be, but your spirit just, calls for you to be. It's just like, why would I? You know, you would rather. When we have so much time, just like <laughs> just go do the research. Like it's so much fun just to dive deep into like the abyss of the unknown <laughs> like why just touch the surface of something when you literally have 24 24 hours in a day to go do something like that's where that's where we at y'all 24 hours in a day 24. There's 12 hours in time. we should yeah. be questioning time i love True. it we, yes so um your North Node is, um, as Cassie said, uh, in Virgo, in your mm-hmm. in the second house, which um, second house rules resources, self worth, and assets. 
And um, Cassie also gave you great advice for, you know, taking your time and taking it step by step. And that's, you know, what the Virgo North Node has taught me um, is that I have to <laughs> set some sort of um, boundary of like, okay, I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do, stay organized. It's very difficult when, you know, that Pisces South Node is so free and ready to just, <laughs> it's easy to just be like, oh my God, yeah. yeah. You know? Not how this works. Um, so <laughs> the core, so your North Node is called the way of structure. Huh, Who would have thought? Um, and the core lesson is creating structure in all aspects of your life, physical, mental, and emotional. <laughs> Interesting, right? The goal is to become decisive in practical and grounded ways. Your release is the yearning for a more idealized world. Um, your reward is the joy of knowing the right course of action. The gifts you have are spiritual, compassionate, and psychic. Your spiritual, compassionate, and psychic. Um, and the pitfalls are ungrounded, escapist, and unaware. The balance point is spiritual and physical. Amazing, mm. right? Um, and your suggestion is think of information as a tool. Realize that decision-making is about putting all considerations into perspective. Don't feel overwhelmed. Get organized. Take one step at a time. What? Uh, the crystal and gemstone for your karmic path is jade. Ooh, I love it's, green. I it's love a green. multi-dimensional stone infused with the knowledge of many realms. This mineral guides the soul to manifest, function, and find meaning on the earth, earthly plane. Uh, the affirmation is, I love life, and it flows through me in ever greater abundance. So go Ooh. find you a nice little, a nice piece of jade. Mm. I'll go find some. I actually am going to this. I'm going to the crystal shop maybe Friday. All right. Well, now you have some sort of you know energy to go look for, and you can put it on your to do list and then cross it off. (laughs) (laughs) Great. (laughs) So we're gonna rock into our game with you called Blame It on Your Big Three, and we have decided for you to choose. Essential oils as descriptions of the big three. Okay. (laughs) So we're going to give you an essential oil and you can tell us if it relates to your Aries sun, Scorpio moon, or your Leo rising. And there's going to be two of each. So. Okay. All right. Okay. Cassie, you go first. Oh, you want me to go first? Okay. Yep. Yep. Lemon. Rising. Yes. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> rising. That's like, to me, I chose that because it's like the sun. It's if it the were sun. A fruit. It's like, <laughs> it's like you get the citrus and you get, it's like the star of the show. It's like, <laughs> if I'm not, I, and I really don't like being the center of attention, but it just always just circles back around to me. And I'm not going to complain <laughs> if it's there, but like, yeah. By the way, you have zero discrete placements, but okay. Um, <laughs> but not at all. Like, at all. But, yeah. Okay. Amazing. All right, I have tea tree. That's my Scorpio. I feel... No, hear me out. No, hear me out. Hear me out. No, hear me out. Okay. So, when I work with tea tree oils and stuff, it 
it's like a very strong it has a very strong scent when you smell it so with me i'm learning to be a stronger person like in terms of being vulnerable and expressing my my feelings and my emotions so like it just kind of intertwined for me you got it right Perfect. You nailed it. <laughs> yeah that's, i put because it's uh powerful and purifying Mm-hmm. Um, and that mm-hmm. is definitely a Scorpio moon. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. <clears throat> Patchouli. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm, I don't want to say the Leo again, but... Like, with that one as well, it just, I don't know. I appreciate the the thought you've given to it because it was the, hardest, like, it was the hardest one for me to pick. I that's what it, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, oh. I put it for your Scorpio moon because to me, patchouli is a very – like multi-level kind of scent. There's a lot happening with it. It's also <laughs> often used to mask another scent. That's so like I don't know. So like that's what that's why I want to put it with my Leo because I kind of use the Leo placement to like mask who I really, really, truly am. Mm. So like I'll be so I'm like I'm so sad and I want to cry. But then my friends <laughs> like let's go out and I'm like okay let's go and they're like yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Leo Moon, Rising, oh Leo Rising. You do, you're doing it what is. you gotta do. No, you said he, he, he was no. like, I'm crying inside, but outside, you never but, know. Oh, uh, you never know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, how about Tangerine? Ooh, that's the Aries. Definitely. You know sure. it is. Yeah, for sure. For mm-hmm. sure. It's it's the sweetness. Like I'm. <laughs> Such a sweetheart, and then you get that little tang, a little bit. <laughs> and... <laughs> there it is. That's right. Um, ginger. Scorpio. I like. I picked the... that for Aries. Really? Because it was bright. I thought, yeah, that's that was where my head was at. Was so that like... like awakening, kind of? So. For me with ginger, I use it as like a, not necessarily a cleansing type of situation, but a lot mm. of times it's, it's one of those things, especially with the essential oil, it's one of those like pungent things and it can, I don't know, with my Scorpio, it's just like, I'm a very like loving person to people who I let in. So when I let you in, I just like, all of what I feel inside just comes out. So, like, when you smell it, like, when you inhale it, you be like, okay, wait a minute. This is a lie. <laughs> like, this is a lie. But I'm enjoying it. Like, right, I enjoy you being right. vulnerable. So, yeah. I, I'm, you know what? I changed my answer. I, I, I think it is a Scorpio. I'm with you. <laughs> All right. The last one I have for you is turmeric. Hmm. I'm definitely going with Aries. I'm sorry. Like, the color, well, first of all, off, rip off the color. Like, when you see me, my personality just walks into the room. So, like, it's bright. It's a very bright, orangey color. 
like yellowish orangey color you're gonna see me from a mile away you're gonna hear first of all, you're gonna hear me before i even enter the room so like i don't know but it's one of those i really love the smell of turmeric which it's kind of weird people say that i'm weird for, for liking it because it's such a it's i love it's it though so powerful. i love it it's a very powerful energy you just have to be like just walk into the room and own it kind of so I put Leo rising because that's what I they was do. going to. I was <laughs> really I going to, but yeah. Yeah, I yeah. did. I said Leo rising because it's warm and energizing. But like you said, if it's in a room, if it's in a dish, you the turmeric is like the you see it again, the star of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, great job, Kiande. Yes, you Let's won. See, <laughs> but, um, you're you are self aware. No, um, <laughs> let the people know what you are doing. Uh, talk about all of your fun things yeah. that you want, which you want to share. Well, um, <laughs> okay, and so, let them know where they can find you and such. So I have an aromatherapy shop. Um, been in business about a year, and it's some change. Um. Anything you think of, crystals, I got scents, essential oils. I kind of, I'm dibbling, dabbling in like love, not love oils, but like self-care love oils where you put on yourself and it's like a, okay, I'm using it, setting the intention of like, I want to be productive, but with myself today. Mm, Um, I do tarot readings. I I write poems. And that's kind of like the more... Where can we find your shop? So it is at the Rural Aromatherapy on Instagram, and the website is therealaromatherapy.com. Um, it should be in my bio on here, but I'm okay. not 100% sure. Um, I'm teaching myself to DJ, the second one. I'm teaching myself to DJ. Um, I haven't really set a name for it yet, so I'm working on that. And then I am working on a music festival, um, which I was talking about earlier. It's called Elements Under the Sun. I love that. I do too. So, okay, you have to let us know when this festival is happening because you got the supporters. Please. Like you said earlier, here's here's my little notepad where I'll I'll write my stuff down and then I'll scratch it off when it already is done. Yes. So, every, I try to be productive every day. Um, It's coming together kind of faster than I thought, honestly. It's actually kind of easier than I thought, but I need a team to to do it. Now that I have a team and we've had, like, our first meeting and we've talked about what we want it to be and how we want it to be, now we're in the process of getting our logos and stuff made, fundraising, and yeah. Well, once you get your uh, info for that, let us know so people can come find the... So we have an Instagram account, but it's not a hundred percent set up yet. Okay. Um, the ad name is Elements Music Festival. It's E L E M N uh E L E M N T S Music Fest on Instagram, and then the okay. website will be the same. Okay. Got it. All right. Bam. Well, we do have your the ruled aromatherapy. Yes. In the it. chat. Yep. That's what we yes. have. Coral, thank you so much. 
Um, Kiande, you've been an amazing guest. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much for coming to this locate so us. Fun. Tell your friends, tell your friends. Yes, thank you. We're so excited to see some of them actually were here. I don't know if they stayed, but some of them were actually. I appreciate it. No, I tell them, yes, share them. We love you all. They were pumped to see you. Um, Yes. yes, we are pumped to have you and to see. Just you conquer the world with your oh powerful God. big three energy. That it's Virgo very, North node it's just very chaotic. It's <laughs> very, very chaotic, but we're getting through. The universe is chaos, so you know <laughs> what? <laughs> You're going to be great. <laughs> All right, we well, will talk to you. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Of course. Right, bye. Gotta kick Bye-bye. you out. But come back in and see us in the chat. You do. I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm here forever. Um, Boom. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That was awesome. Yeah, we'll Amazing. have you back. Yes. Um, okay, I want to answer this question real quick before we get into this before I forget. More, oh. more 90s. Hey, girl, we remember you. Yes. Uh, question was, where is the best place, blessed, where is the best place to get your natal chart website recommendations? Uh, descriptive breakdowns. Um, Ooh. I'm a huge fan of AstroTem. Um, because you can see the circular chart with all the placements. And when you roll, use your mouse to roll over your placements, it kind of gives you a little definition. It is a little out there, but at least it gives you like an idea. Um, and then Cafe Astrology also has one and their breakdown is just a little bit different and it breaks down the elements for you. Um, those are mine too. Yeah. I think Astrotem is the best for, which is like, it's spelled like Astro theme. Oh it's, yeah, it's French. So today, uh, clued us in that the pronunciation <laughs> of Um I think their, ch- I like the way they do their charts the best, and but their breakdowns I don't think are the best. Cafe Astrology I think has the has better like descriptions. But yes. I would highly recommend checking if you don't want to buy it. Check your local public library for the only astrology book you ever need. And then just, like, pull up your chart on AstroTemp, and you can break down, like, every single placement uh, in – it's by Joanne Wolfolk. Um, Wolfolk, it's, yeah, the only astrology book you'll ever need, which it's not. There are other good ones, but it's a great one because it does go through, you know – Okay, here's every planet and every possible sign it could be in. Every planet, every possible house it could be in. Every aspect. Yeah, it is. Really here good. it could be. Um, like, it's not within arm's reach, but it's a good book. <laughs> yeah, like, mine's okay. across the room. I mean, it's like right there, but too much. But um, Cassie said that is actually a really good book. Because mm-hmm. um, the website's only going to show you so much and it's nice to have the chart but it's also nice to use one of those books where you can reference it back and forth draw in it gives you a little more detail um, the, the name of the book is the only astrology book you'll ever need <laughs> um and uh we can put it in our show notes as well uh, but yeah it's like I think it was the first astrology book I ever bought. I don't know today about you, but I was it, for a long time. It was the only one I'd ever read, and it and then I supplemented it with stuff off the internet. Yeah. But yeah, it wasn't really the good. first one I bought. I can't even remember to be honest. You the first astrology book? I well, I guess technically I did buy like one of those little ones. It was like <laughs> your birthday, whatever. I like, might have bought a Susan. What's her name? Susan Goodman. 
Oh yeah, I think that's right. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe yeah, that's. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know. I have quite a few. Um, yeah. So, uh, what were you gonna say before I cut you off? I'm sorry. Oh no no no! Um, I was just gonna say also Chani Nicholas's. Um, oh, absolutely. You were born for this. Another. I kept my public library's copy for the first three months of this year and used it to prep for a lot of shows because it's a really good breakdown of your big three. So. Mm-hmm. All right. So you want to get in some of these questions? Yeah. If anybody has any questions, please go ahead and drop them in the chat. We can go ahead and answer any question. Honestly, it doesn't have to be about. We'll talk about whatever. Yeah, I mean, right. What are you? What are you into? <laughs> Anybody watched Yellowstone? Um, okay. So first question from a very handsome Sagittarius gentleman I know uh, at Capoeira Capybara. What does the full moon in Sagittarius mean for me, a Sagittarius? Ooh, it means you're gonna be on your shit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, and you're fucked it. You know, <laughs> when they talk about full moves all the time, you know, full moves. It, like, everybody always says, like, oh, my God, it's a full moon. Everybody is crazy. And legitimately, it's true. They usually mm-hmm. are. Um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, a Sagittarius on a Sagittarius full moon is going to be as Sagittarius as they want to be. I think they're going to be the life of the party. I think they're going to have a really good time. Um, they may get lucky in more ways than one. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm to check my schedule. Uh, yeah, I. So I was thinking about this because um, we talked about this like at home, and I <laughs> do you like uh, <laughs> such a terrorist. No, you're not a legend terrorist. <laughs> Leo, the Leo just like I'll let you know. I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um. You know, I was talking with him about, like, just how you use moon, uh, you know, phases in, like, magic or whatever. And I was like, you know, I, I don't really – I was like, I'm hesitant to work with the full moon as, like, a manifestation, whatever. I was like – but if there was a specific goal you were working toward, I would say, this for the year, like, a, you know, the full moon in your sun sign would be a good time to – try and some manifestation magic but i told i was like for you like i just think it'll probably be a a nice spicy you know extra fun moon for you and also i would you know kind of think about the last year and think about if there's anything you need to release and uh that would you know a good practice for all full moons but you might feel a little heightened in your own full moon and maybe go back to what your sagittarius new moon was and look at look at what you were manifesting then and then check on your progress now because yeah. the next time you're going to have set your uh like a moon a good moon in Sagittarius will be your new moon so where mm-hmm. you're going to go in the next time before that happens mhm for sure mm-hmm. um okay you want to do the email question yeah <laughs> okay what does it mean to have two signs in one house Okay, so when we talk about having um, signs in houses, when you know your birth time, your rising sign usually starts your first house. For some people, um, their rising and their sun sign can be in the same. Their rising can be in the first house. Their sun can be in the 12th house. It kind of just depends on when you're born and what degrees the 
chart was rotating at when you were born. Um, and so when you have two signs in one house, it just means that it's like polarizing energy sometimes because they're probably right next to each other, which means they have zero in common, no same elements, no same um, quality. Like quality or anything. So it's like trying to balance always a night and day type of energy, a push and pull one thing and the other. Um, and I think that's usually what that house means is that you're going to have to learn how to balance both of those. Yeah. And for most people, you, most people will, the way that Tanana and astrologers do differ in how they delineate what sign is in what house and, uh, trying not to go too deep, but, uh, <laughs> but hey, why not? But you <laughs> so kind of have to. Really so, have- 24 hours. <laughs> so if we're looking at this chart, this is Keande's chart, but you see he was born at this moment. And when Leo was at 11 degrees. And so the first 1 through 10 degrees of Leo are technically in his 12th house because the moment you were born should start your first house. Mm-hmm. And so he has... uh What's each one? 30 degrees? So he's got about 19 degrees in Leo, and then he'll have 11 in Virgo. So some astrologers basically round. So, like, whatever is the majority, (laughs) or no, it's whatever your ascendant is, it rules all of your first house, regardless Mm -hmm. of if the planet's actually lining up to a different, or the houses might actually be overlapping two different signs. That's how cafe astrology explains it is that cafe astrology basically picks for you. Mm-hmm. Astro temp shows you that you can have two signs in the same house. And today, and I read charts that way. It's basically staying true to the idea that at your, the moment of birth, you start at zero degrees of the mm-hmm. first house. And mm-hmm. so the next 30 degrees, even if only 19 of them are in one sign and 11 are in another, is still your first house. And you have to look at, okay, my Venus is in this part of my first house, but my Mercury's in this part, and they're in two different signs. And other people would would break those apart and say that the Venus was in the, the only one in the first house and, you know, your Mercury was actually in the second house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, th- when I look at it, I like to pay attention to how close the planets are to the edge of the house and like mm-hmm. what other influences maybe pulling on them or adjusting, you know, the meaning. So, um, Yes, Heather, please come on the show. <laughs> Send us an email at the Zodiac chat line at gmail.com. We'll get we, back to you yeah. after the hiatus. <laughs> yeah. We know you. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Um, so, so yeah, uh, it's, a uh, you know, it doesn't mean anything in particular. It just means that, you, like, I, I, I agree with you today that you, it, it creates some, kind of tension in those houses. But I think really you have, what it comes down to is you have to look at the planets themselves Mm -hmm. and where Mm -hmm. they fall within that house. And then, because if you just have in your seventh house, you know, half Leo and half Virgo or whatever, but you don't have any planets in there, 
that's not going to be an exceptionally like a potent energy for you. Right. But if you had two planets in the Leo portion of that house and three in the Virgo portion, and then you would be able to talk about how the tension between those two signs coexisting in that house is really meaningful to your particular, Mm -hmm. you know, chart. Um, and it usually so, just represents like cusp energy basically at that point. Yeah, yeah. And, and exactly. And like Tanae mentioned, because signs that are right next to each other don't have anything in common as far as how we categorize them, the elements, the uh, qualities or whatever, um, there's going to be a lot of competing <laughs> energy in that. <laughs> that was a good question. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, I think everybody just slowly take the time to get, you know, your chart. I mean, it's you, you know, and whatever, what, what we try to do here is we take the energy from your chart and show you in real human form what that expresses like and what that energy looks like. And for you, you know, if you are having trouble with, um, you know, being grounded, maybe you don't have any earth energy, or maybe if you are too emotional, everything is water. <laughs> and it's, are you attacking me? <laughs> See how they fellas get hurt like that? You say that. Listen, if, if, don't listen, a hit dog will holler. Wasn't nobody talking to you. <laughs> right? Like, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, take the time to get to know yourself in your chart. Take it one step at a time. If you, Know what your son is. The easiest thing is to see the sign that your son is and the house it is. And you can at Google it a thousand times. You can find a book and start there because just knowing your son placement and your house placement will kind of elevate what you know about yourself. Um, mm. because it'll put more of a, it'll, the housing, house placement put a lot of themes in your life. It kind of tells you what is, you know, um, Kiande had a lot of ninth house energy for him. So that theme was an eighth house energy. So, you know, his themes are travel, spirituality, transfer to, um, like things. Transformation. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Transformation. So just themes, you know, speaking of, <clears throat> so I tried to hit, this is what we're going to do today, guys. This card we're going to pull from the sacred spirit written by, um, Anna Stark. And illustrated by Louise Dyer. Um, look at that on the front. Yes. I know. I want to so. see that deer show up. <laughs> that stag. Go ahead. You called it in there. I, I hope that it does. I hope it is one of the cards. I think yeah, it is. that'd be weird. I think it is. Right. It reminds me of the Patronus from Harry Potter. Yes. <laughs> Patrona. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, we stand. Speaking of you, please check out Kiande's, uh, aromatherapy shop because he has, um, oh, what was it? Named after Harry Potter's characters and spells. Yeah, there it is. Like yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh oh. <gasps> oh! <laughs> is that a hypnotone from, uh, Futurama. The fact that it's a a frog, and we talked about that earlier. Mm -hmm. All right. Expecto Patron. Thank you, girl. Appreciate (laughs) you. All right. Shield your energy. Look beneath the surface. Cleanse your space. The frog is a diverse amphibian living all over the world. The frog thrives in clean habitats. 
Its life is a process of metamorphosis from egg to tadpole and then to adult frog. Frogs are often seen as the ultimate rainmaker with exotic and intrinsic sounds of their beautiful sacred song echoing throughout their native bushland. The slippery creature cannot endure a toxic environment and requires unpolluted habitats to thrive. In order for you to succeed right now, you must clear and screen your surroundings. Closely connected to moon cycles, (laughs) the frog encourages you to release your emotions in a healthy way, washing away any negative physical or mental energies that restrict you from having a positive and peaceful life. Lord. Encouraging you to look deeper into a situation to find the truth of the matter, the frog will challenge you to release anything that is holding you back from success. You may be feeling swamped right now, swimming through murky water, but just like the frog, you may need to rest long or to hibernate from others while you gather your senses and a fresh perspective. Right now, the gentle energy of the frog totem is requesting you to look deep beneath the surface. Not everything is what it is as appears. Influence from toxic environments and suffocating your natural gifts and talents that need to be nurtured. You require healthy, supportive, and loving environment for you to grow and thrive as an individual. Now is the time to take care of your health, releasing emotions and examining your own energy and how it interacts with others. Use the element of water to unblock energy fields and create a smooth flow of kundalini for personal healing and growth. Find your own sacred song. Call to others who share your passions and interests where you can support and renew your inner fire. Wow. Shadow aspects, stagnation, untidy hoarding. The sacred crystal is a black obsidian. The angel assistant is Archangel Uriel. Clear focus, mental clarity, and shielding negativity. The affirmation is, I sing the beautiful sacred song of my heart, clear and loud for all to hear. Hell yes. Every time. Perfect. Every Perfect time. for Kiande and for the full moon and Sag. Love it. All of those things. Take a bath, <gasps> sing a song, release. That's it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Like when, when it knows. See, I knew it was a good one to pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, once again, Kiande, thank you so much. It was a pleasure and a blast. Um, next week we will have a, special show for you and we'll let you know um on our socials coming up this week um but cassie it's been real less than 24 hours <laughs> just kidding <laughs> i don't even know i want to keep that going stealing it yeah um, that's right but thank you so much for joining me as always yes you will be back soon we already know it we've already talked about it mm-hmm. mikey the icon um check out their shop and cassie i would never want to do this without you so glad we have made it this far girl Woo! i know another wonderful one in the books with you today i love you <laughs> yes all right y'all we out of here it's all love as always peace, peace. <laughs>